I listening to? What the is this? <laughs> I don't know. All kinds of confused. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 42. I'm Law. And I'm Law's assistant. <laughs> Stugats. I'm no. kidding. It's obvious. Hey, this is the Good Night Harlem podcast. Um, guys, we have a lot to get to today. It's late night. I love when we do these. Oh, that's when really I get real delirious and I be saying all kinds of crazy stuff yeah, I regret yeah. the next day. Yeah. And this is night night drunk Avia. She gets drunk off the night. Yeah, so, that's true. <laughs> so we're gonna start this as always with hyper good nights. And for those of you who are new to the show, hyper good nights are our way of going over trending topics. If we hype something, that means we like it. If we good night it, that means we don't like it. So Avia, we're gonna be starting today's show with our first hyper good night. And let me just be clear before we get into all of these. I in no way, shape, or form uh, want to be the person that says anything negative about any uh, brand because of what I do for a living. However, this brand specifically, before we even get into the hyper good night, has been fucking up royally lately. So let's start with Gucci. Um, <laughs> Gucci just recently apologized for creating blackface sweaters, unbeknownst to them that they were creating them. Um, this is one of the few situations where, Avia, me and you have talked about a lot of apologies in the past, and a lot of times when these apologies come down, both of us kind of look at each other and go, really? So in this case, Avia, hyper good night to Gucci apologizing for the blacks face sweaters the black face sweaters the fact that we even think to call them black face sweaters says a lot um i'm gonna read their apology they tweeted gucci deeply apologizes for the offense caused by the wool bala clava jumper whatever it's called we consider diversity to be a fundamental value to be fully upheld respected and at the forefront of every decision we make Full statement below. I'm going to night them. I would think that after the product controversy, I don't know if you remember that. It mm-hmm. was just a mere month and a half ago where they had these little fi- figurines in the Prada store in New York that resembled blackface to a T. And they had to take them down because of all the backlash they received from just window shoppers. People that saw and where they were like, what is this? And this is in one of the most populated, most cultured cities in america in the world you would think gucci would be thinking hey that's not the direction we should go in because look at what happened to prada but instead they did the same exact thing on a piece of fabric you're right and the sweater if no one has seen it is a black turtleneck that goes up to your nose that has a cutout where your mouth is and around the mouth cutout it's lined in red and it looks exactly like someone would look if they were trying to trying to emulate blackface through clothing. Right. Like this is a perfect sweater for Halloween for a white person it's who the, wants to be dressed up in blackface. Yeah, it should character. be called the Sambo sweater. Mm-hmm. And they they basically took it down. They're not going to sell a sweat, sweaters online or in stores. Who would be buying it anyway? I'm not quite sure. But good night, Gucci. You you should know better. After all this. So good night to you. <laughs> uh, this is the easiest one. I'm good night in Gucci. The only reason I'm really good night in them though. Is because you guys knew. That you didn't have enough people on your team. To tell you that this wasn't a good idea. You knew. You know what your staff is. If you don't have a diverse staff of people around you. Then that tells me everything I need to know about your company. And so with this. The fact that you know that you probably don't have a diverse staff, you put something out like this, tells me that you guys don't really give a shit about what you're really saying. If you did, then you wouldn't have released this Pepsi commercial 2.0 piece of garment and thought that this was going to work. And at the point that you guys saw what happened with Prada, as Avia already brought up, and you still released this, that just means you don't give a shit. So I'm good night on your apology because I know you don't fucking mean it. You just thought that this was going to be something that you could put out and that was under the guise of creative, uh, you know, thought. I'm like, come on, man. 
This isn't even creative. This is shit that already has went down from fucking 1860 to like 1920. And you are bringing this shit back into the fray. Come on, man. No. That just makes me wonder who their consumer is. Because it clearly, I mean, Gucci is always popular amongst the, the black elite. But I'm just like, I know we're not their main consumer, but... If you were to look at the other pieces from their line, they have cutouts in weird places and face masks and everything like that in different colors. Why they chose a black turtleneck with a red mouth outline as the the colorway for that piece, that's too coincidental for it to not be something. So, All right. Next up, we have the 21 Savage saga that continues. And in this case, uh, The Breakfast Club was doing their normal uh, rumor report. And during the rumor report, Angela Yee was just reporting on the 21 Savage story. And in doing so, she exposed the identity of 21 Savage's father, who had previously been on The Breakfast Club. Avia, hyper good night to... Angela Yee exposing 21 Savage's father to the world. I usually love Angela Yee on mm. Breakfast Club because I feel like out of everyone on the show, she has done her due diligence when it comes to research yeah. and finding things out, yeah. having things to say, and having a lot to contribute when it comes to facts. But I think, like, I think she fucked up in this case. I, I don't think it was her place to put two and two together and make it quite obvious for the world to know who his dad was. People were gonna try and figure that out anyway, but the platform that Breakfast Club has, where they reach millions of people, and millions. <laughs> one video will get two million views depending on what it is, and that's just on YouTube, not just even the people that are actually listening to them while they're on the radio. I think that knowing how much weight she carries being on a platform that big for her to even say 21 savage's dad has been on the show and then Charlemagne responds like who and she's like you know who he is and then he responds oh oh yeah yeah and she's like dr amsu and here i am exposing it even more but um and Charlemagne retorts and says oh well i thought that was a secret Clearly, it was a secret, but now you guys have exposed the fact that it was a secret, whether it be in the industry or amongst you guys, and you continue to say his name in this episode so that people can look him up and say, oh yeah, I found his Instagram. Oh yeah, look at all these pictures I see of him and his, all his other kids. Oh yeah, he definitely talks with a British accent, putting these pieces together. And now I feel like this just kind of convolutes things even more because I don't know what his status is in America. I don't know if this opens up doors for him to get um, sent back to the UK or anything like that. But I just don't think that that was the right time or the appropriate time to even bring something like that up. And that wasn't her place, unfortunately. So I'm gonna good night, Angela Yee. But when it comes to this 21 Savage situation, just like people have questions about this whole Jesse Smollett thing that we, we talked about in our last episode, there's a lot of holes. A lot of holes. And when I say that, I think it's odd that they have had 21 Savage's dad on the show like two to three times already. Yet, if you look at Breakfast Club's last 21 Savage interview in December of last year, he claims he hasn't even seen or spoken to his dad since he was in middle school. So you mean to tell me Angela Yee and Charlamagne the God have seen and spoken to your dad well before you have? Then on top of that, and I know I'm getting off topic, but I just felt like I needed to say this because maybe you can provide some clarification, Law. There's a picture, and this is from my own research of finding out who his dad was and finding out all the kids that he has and what he does. There's a picture of him and his kids and 21 Savage is there on the edge of the picture, tatted up, hair twisted and everything. And it looks like it could be 21 Savage from like last year. So now I'm questioning like, when was the last time you even really saw your dad? You're saying it was middle school, but this picture looks like it could be recent. I don't know. I'm just saying 
Angela, you should have just stayed away from that whole situation. I feel like she inserted herself where she doesn't belong. All right. So my opinion is uh, I'm hyping the fact that she, quote unquote, exposed him because I don't think this was new news. But it wasn't at least new news for me. And if it was new news, for it wasn't new news for law because he he does due diligence in listening to people's commentary on the Breakfast Club. But you guys can write in our comments. How many of y'all actually knew who his dad was? I would love to know. So and here's why, again, I'm hyping this, because ultimately uh, TMZ was already talking about this uh, because everybody's kind of digging into who he was like you know, uh, what his origin is, what his background story is. And so, of course, his parents' names are being brought up. Um, Ultimately, all I really feel like this is doing is creating a narrative of him not being from here. That's the only thing I don't like about it. But outside of that, like, I love the, the fact that you're getting to really know him personally but we're not yeah you are because you, i don't know would anybody true. have been wait wait would anybody have been talking about him and him transitioning from you know the uk to here would anybody had even talked about that at all no they wouldn't have cared i don't yeah, like if the ice, ice if ice i don't him, like yeah. wait i don't like the ice part of it i don't like the fact that they're lying on him or any of that kind of stuff but i can appreciate the from a journalism perspective you're really getting to know a lot more detail about a person who was telling you that they were this and telling you that they lived this kind of life when they may or may not had to have to have lived that life. I'm not saying that 21's faking anything because I would never say anything like that. But what I'm saying is it can potentially tarnish someone's credibility based on who their father is alone. That's all. It wasn't her place. All right. That's fine. All right, and last hyper good night. Um, <laughs> the game is coming out with a new album soon. And as we all know, game uses a lot of antics to push his music. Um, unfortunately, uh, he's in the process of uh, you know doing listening parties for certain songs that he's played. Recently released a song that had Kim Kardashian's name in it about her choking throat. And I think we talked about that already. But this time, the next song that he's releasing actually talks about him having sex previously with Sin Santana. Sin Santana is currently engaged to Joe Button. So they don't, right now, Game and Joe Button doesn't necessarily have like a beef of any kind, but this kind of restarted something that was on the surface for a while. And so with that being said, Avia, hyper good night to the game talking about previously having sex with Sin, knowing that she's currently engaged to Joe Budden. I'ma hype it. Oh, a little too much dip on your chip. I'ma hype it because I'm petty. And since Santana was also the same person where a couple years ago on Angela Yee's lip service show said that black men cater to Spanish women in a different way than they would black women. So I hope, I hope. I hope Sin Santana appreciates the way that the game is catering to her through a whole song. She deserves it. She really deserves it. So I'm hyped for her. I'm so glad for her. I'm glad that she found a black man that she can marry. And I'm I'm glad that along the way, before she even got with Joe, she dealt with men like the game who have no problem outing her and their dealings with each other. And she's finally getting catered by, by him with a song. Um, I'm also hyping the fact that Joe Budden, who usually comes off as Bitter Betty to me, he has been very mature about this situation, which I can appreciate. On his podcast, he actually dives into it. And he said that one of the mistakes that he's made in the past was to comment on something that he's never heard. And so because he hasn't heard this song, he actually, you know, he can't have any ill feelings because he doesn't even know what exactly was said. And no one has really heard the song. We just heard that there is a song. Um, But another thing that he pointed out was that he feels like the game is too good to stoop this low to mention people in songs. 
But the game has been doing this for a long time. Well, we could talk about Martians and goblins and game talking about digging LeBron's mom out in the coop with Delonte West shooting. Like game will drop a name like that, and that's what he's known for doing. So I don't put anything past him. I am just going to hype the fact that since Santana is the name that he chooses to drop this time, and she deserves his great treatment. So good job, girl. You got yours. <laughs> Alright, I feel uh, <laughs> I could only wish I could be a Spanish girl In my next life and get catered to like that From a black man I could only wish Sorry, go ahead <laughs> I'm definitely good nighting any guy That's going out of his way To, you know uh, <laughs> First and foremost Talk about previously having sex With someone I'm engaged with And or brings it up via a record like it's just I think listening to what Joe Budden has said about this listening to what a couple of my friends have said about this it really sparked something in me because it almost turned into a debate when I was talking about to my girlfriends about it and the reason why I turned into a debate is because on one end you're an entertainer and your significant other is an entertainer so there is always going to be the possibility that other people might say things about your wife that you don't feel comfortable with. But on the flip side, there is a larger part of the argument that if we both know each other and we're both in the same industry and you talk about having sex with my wife in public and you're using it to promote your album, we're going to have a problem. And when I say we're going to have a problem, I don't think that that's a problem that we can talk out. And I think based on some punches. No, but seriously, because this is this is the reality of like when when there is family involved and at this point they're engaged. Joe is engaged to sin. They're about to become one. And then you try to play this game of I want to sell my record. Well, the reason why you still need that, and Joe made a very clear point, and I agree with him. The reason why you still need that is because you come from a stage in rap where your lyrics would have gotten you somewhere, and now nobody cares. There's no shock value in lyrics. How can you kind of prove to me that you're still relevant or get anybody to know that your piece or your product is coming out? And this is how a game's doing it. And I think it's unfortunate that he needs to troll in this manner to get feedback. Um, I don't know. He's I, not, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by game for this whole thing, though. He's not doing anything different than what Corinne Stephens did. It really not. The, Whoa, o- the, the only difference. Get the fuck the out only here. difference that Corinne Stephens did that he did not do is Corinne Stephens probably exposed people while they were still married to the person that they cheated on, cheated with her on, while he's talking about things that he's done in the past prior to relationships even forming. So, I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's catering to sin, the way she deserves. All right, next up is one of our favorite parts of the show. Black Card Revoke. There it is. I love it. The Black Card Revoke. And the Black Card Revoke is the segment in the show in which we talk about things that could potentially get us banned and or possibly losing our black card because we're not quite as black as we should be. Avia, hit me. Yeah, this is so perfect. Perfect segment for Black History Month. Um. So my black card revoked, and I have many. I was like, which one do I choose today? Um, my black card revoked for today is I I am a self-proclaimed sneakerhead. Now, I am a sneakerhead who doesn't buy all the sneakers I want. And that's because I'm also a little frugal. But there's a lot of sneakers that I want. There's a lot of sneakers I plan to get. Today, by the way, she got on some nice goddamn sneakers. Thank you. Thank you. Those, those, those old things. <laughs> 
I don't like, know, but I feel like she customized these. No, like, no. Every time I wear those, people are like, where did you get those from? I'm like... She custom I honestly them. don't remember. No, some, she custom Some random them. UK site online. So... Uh, <laughs> I Reebok ID'd them, no. Um... There's a pair of shoes or there's there's certain shoes that I refuse to wear. And a lot of black people wear these shoes. Can you guess what they are? I'm going to go Jordan Concords. No, 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 no. What do you got? Oh, oh, oh. Let me get one Oh, 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 wait. It's not a particular shoe. It's not like one type of shoe. It's just like I refuse to buy all of those shoes. Air Maxes. No, I have Air Maxes. Damn. Wait, why did you guess that? You don't like the which Air Max assuming, too? I was assuming you were just gonna be like, I don't even like these. I just own them because. Oh no, I don't see. I don't, I don't want my black card revoked to be that specific where only a couple people understand. Um, so I'm gonna be very general with it. I refuse to buy a pair of Yeezys. And bullshit! You were gonna buy a pair of Yeezys like in December though, right? No. Or was that November? No. Like, Maybe we went into a store mm-hmm. to see if they had them. I went and, to a store. Yeah, you went to a store to see if they had them. I think you were in L.A. You might have been in L.A. I went to a store in L.A. and they had them out. And I told you I've never seen them out like that before. And you're like, oh, they're restocking more quantities. I was never going to buy them. Okay. I literally just went to a store. And I was just shocked that they were just out like that. Because I had never seen that before. In New York, things are hard to come by. People yeah. are always... Acting like scavengers, like they they the last ones who's gonna get anything, and you don't see things just sitting out. Like the Yeezys were sitting out, like they were a pair of 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 slides. <laughs> you could try them on and everything. That's why I was so shocked about. I'm like, wow, I've never seen this display of Yeezys in like a regular foot action, you know? Um, so no, I was never gonna buy them, but uh, I just refuse to buy Yeezys. I I refuse to support Kanye in that way musically. I have known, been known to support Kanye, and I, I claim to like his seven-song album. I can't front on that. You can ask me the last time I played his album. It's been a while. It's probably been since the month it came out, honestly. But Yeezys, to me, are like the shoe version of what I feel like the, the, the MAGA hat has become. Jeez. And I know I'm going hard. I'm really going Ooh. hard in the paint. But when I see Yeezys, the first thing I think about is Kanye. And the second thing I think about is Kanye wearing them with his MAGA hat. And that's part of the reason why I just can't get down with the cause. I'm like, Ugh. it just makes me cringe at this point. And honestly, they're great looking shoes. I love a lot of the colorways that he has, a lot of the models that he has, um, with the exception of the Wave Runners, can't. I can't F with those, but, um, yeah, I just can't, I can't bring myself to even like if, try and buy them. Like I'm good on that. If somebody gave you Yeezys for free, would you wear them? I'd sell those joints. You didn't answer the question. No, I would sell them new in box, not used because they'll, they'll be worth more. I would sell them. Cause it's not about me spending money on them. It's about what it represents for me. And so for me to wear them, it would feel like I'm going against my own thing that I have against them. And so I can't, I can't unsee the visual of Kanye West in the Oval Office with his MAGA hat on and his Yeezys talking to Trump like they're like tight homies from the west side of Chicago and him not making any sense. I can't unsee that. So every time I see somebody wearing Yeezys, I feel like, one, you're either a hype beast. Two, you're either a Kanye stan. Three, maybe you just don't care. I don't know. And I hear that they're like the most comfortable shoe on earth. I can get some boosts in an Adidas line, like, and they don't have to be Yeezys. Like, that's not an issue for me. Like, if you don't know what you're not missing, then you're not missing anything, really. So, I'm good on Yeezys. Sue me. Ah. Ah, well, you have a pair of Yeezys? No, yeah, I'm, I'm about just, to say I'm I never shocked. seen. I'm more Why? Like shocked that you went that hard. Like I can understand you not. It's the like, visual. It's the visual. Okay. It's like the guy who created the shoe, who wears the shoe because he's promoting his brand, wears that same shoe into Trump's office and chums it up with him like they're actually cool. I can't get down with that. I can't actually make myself promote that sort of 
connection to him. I'm good. Alright. I'm good, love, enjoy. Um, <laughs> right. All y'all enjoy your Yeezys. More for you. <laughs> Alright, so next up is our main topic for the day. So this is one of the few times where having a main topic that I personally feel strongly about doesn't actually help both of us. Like, this is one of those situations where we just need to talk things out. What do you mean it doesn't help both of us? Because in terms of the narrative that I've already created in my head around this story versus how, based on everything we've already talked about, how you view it. I think it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little different. All right. So, for those of you who don't know, Laura Harvey, a.k.a. Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, has... You say Laura? Yeah. Lori. Oh, my fault, Lori. <laughs> That's how you know it's late. That's how you know it's late, late. I did call her Lori. It's okay. Sorry. It's corrected. Lori, Lori Harvey, Harvey uh, Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. Man, she's been in not only the news lately in terms of kind of gossip and gossip sites and uh, all these things. Shade but room. But... There's been a, a, a huge amount of guys that are resisting what's currently happening in her relationship life. Uh, and specifically, that is Trey Songs, quote unquote, fell for her in some capacity. And so he's posting her on his IG. She's posting him on hers, like everything. They're, they're involved. But... Before that, it's released to the public. There is a picture of them two in a car, and she's trying to duck so that paparazzi does not catch her. But they did. Oh, you gotta be quicker than that. Uh, <laughs> and so, in the process of that, somebody she used to date, Justin Combs, said should have ducked sooner. Future, another person. It she wasn't used to just date. said. He he created a whole Instagram post to emulate that. <laughs> he had the whole car vibe and everything. He literally someone took a picture of him standing in front of his car. He didn't even look like he was trying to duck. Talk about should have ducked sooner as his caption. <laughs> he literally thought this out. Like I'm gonna create this IG post and put and put this up. <laughs> I can't. I can't. There was thought behind it. So wait, where did I leave off? Future. Boy. So, Future made a comment about it on top of what Justin said. He said, you duck too late. I see you. I like that. It's cute. Keep it up. Now, <laughs> let me be very clear. That's definitely a, a man who's in his feelings. However, it got much 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 worse when it came down to the internet finding out about all of this stuff so first what the internet sees is her and trey songs the next thing what the internet sees is her i don't know philandering with her ex at the bar philandering i like that word and then on top of that there's also the person that she was engaged to that is a very upstanding guy however Ooh, that ended abruptly. And right after it ending, she started to live her best life by dating other people immediately. Now, I'm not saying that's what's wrong or right, but what the internet has let me know is that men are complete douchebags when it comes to this stuff because I saw commentary such as, oh, Lori Harvey, automatically a hoe now. What? <laughs> Takes one to know one. So... Her, you know, enjoying herself with, you know, one of her exes, enjoying herself with somebody she's currently just been seeing, her doing any of that should not bother anybody else. I think the reason why it bothers other people is because, I don't know, they didn't think of it. <laughs> what do you mean they didn't think of it? Oh, they didn't think that she was pulling these guys at the same time until these pictures started popping up? Yeah. Mm. They, she's having a good ass fucking time. You're mad because she's having a good time. She's a hoe because she's having a good time. Of course. And so that kind of starts the conversation. 
what's the most important thing for you? For who? These guys? Yeah. The most important thing for these guys who are choosing to comment is that their women don't act like them. Because when a girl pulls, pulls a you on you, all of a sudden it's a problem. It's a problem, right? Oh, they a hoe now. <laughs> oh, they a hoe. What have you been this whole time? This whole time. And that's why I said it takes one to know one. You want to call someone a hoe, is it because you recognize they're doing things that you do as a hoe? And yes, men can be hoes too. I think that the difference is that men choose to revel in their hoisms because they 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 are afforded that luxury of being called hoes and and people hyping them up and like dapping them up and they're they're put on this pedestal because of such and women we have to hide in our wholeness <laughs> <laughs> and that's unfortunate i agree it's not fair well for the record none of this stuff is ever going to be fair i don't think the patriarchal society we live in is going to change that drastically over the next 20 to 30 years. However, even with me saying that, I do think there is something to the fact that when somebody thinks about what you bring to the table, your sex life should not be necessarily the primary thing you're judged on. When you're talking about what you're bringing to the table. I think Trey Songs is a person whose sex life has been put on the forefront because that's what he exudes and that's that's the type of energy that he brings. He's never been that serious about any of the women that he's dated for a long time. You know, you, we have yet to see him in a serious relationship in the last couple of years. So, I mean, if that's if that's what they're trying to do, then that's what they're trying to do. I personally don't understand how people were able to connect the dots between her ducking in that car and with, with what Future said. Because I can't understand a word he be saying half the time. I'm like, what? I need subtitles for real, for real. So the fact that he was just like, oh, you ducky, ducky, today, I didn't get none of that. I had to read what people were saying in order for me to connect the dots on my own to be like, Oh, he's talking about her. Oh, he's talking about, oh, when she ducked in the car. Got it. Who can understand Future's ass? <laughs> what? So I'm telling you, the internet is smart. Way smarter than I am. I need it as much as possible. Because really, who Facts. could put that together? Facts. No one had any pictures of Lori with Future. There's no evidence of them being together. There's no tip where we even thought... That they were ever together because in the last year, Future has managed to create a whole new son and balance his love life between Facts. his baby mama and his old baby mama. So which is worse? I don't have... My thing is this. Be a hoe if you want to, whether you're male or female. Just don't have an issue when someone you're dealing with is being a hoe as well. Because if we want to talk about hoes... Future is the biggest one. The biggest. Every couple years he has a child. He has six now by five different women. Who's the biggest hoe? <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Right. Who's the biggest hoe of all? all? Who is the pettiest hoe of all? Future. He's. This is the thing I don't like about Future. He stays giving this, this, this slight little commentary oh, oh you ducked too late oh 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 so you happy now i'm so proud of you these are just who sends subliminals at a, as a grown-ass man who does that <laughs> these ig story subliminals <laughs> who does that future one monkey don't stop the show and then he leaves it for us to figure out find the breadcrumbs to walk to walk to the truth to figure out what he's talking about he is the messiest, pettiest hoe in the game. I don't want to hear nothing he has to say. Because one, I don't understand it. And two, he's just going to be alone. And I don't understand how on top of that, this party that everybody was at. Well, except for Trey. It was, it was the worst 
type of setup ever. I, and I've been in this setup before where I've been with someone that I was talking to and then someone that I used to talk to was there and then it was just weird. They were all at Compound during Super Bowl weekend. Compound's this famous club in Atlanta. And from, from the layout of Compound, I've been a couple times, it is easy to run into someone at Compound, like literally run into them. It is hard to bypass people at Compound. Um, so they're all at Compound. It was Future, his baby mama, the one that he dissed for his newest baby mama, Joy Chavez. Um, it was Justin Combs, and it was Lori. It was Diddy. It was all these other stars that were there to fill in the, fill in the blanks. But I have to wonder, was there interaction? Was there anything? Because at the point where Future's back with his baby mama for the 58th time, <laughs> and Lori is back with her possible ex for maybe the first time, who's really the hoe? I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm really trying to figure out who the hoe is. That should be a game. It should be a board Who's game. Who's the hoe? Who's the hoe? Oh. <laughs> but you know, it's stuff like this that makes me see the the value. And I'm gonna sound really crazy for saying this, but it's stuff like this that makes me see some sort of value in like amber roses slut walk type of thing where it's like they're trying to take a word that has been used against them and empower themselves with it it's kind of like the n-word then we have slut walk and we have slut and we have home we have all these all these names that women are used to being called for acting like men and it's like we need to take some sort of empowerment for for this and i'm not saying consider ourselves these things it's just more of if you recognize the activity that I'm doing as being under this label, then you should also recognize that you fall under this label as well, which makes me makes both of us no different, whether right. you're a man or a woman. That's fair. And that's what needs that's what the dialogue needs to be about. I think there needs to be less onus placed on women to be these perfect um, creatures that only deal with one man our whole lives. While men get to go out and taste all 31 flavors of Baskin Robbins. And nobody says it works. And we have to sit here and drink soy milk. Like, I'm just saying. Doesn't make sense. I know. But I'm just saying, it's just like, what do you want from us? Really? What? what, what? Right, Norma. What do you want from me? But for real, I'm like at Tyree's breaking point right now. Like, Men want us to be so many things except for what they are. And I'm sick of it. You don't want us to be like you? Then how about you don't be like you? How about you make some Hello. changes? How about you set, set a good example for us, for how you want us to be? If you can't even set that example, don't expect Jack Dilly Squat from me. Sorry. It was weird. It's weird because online I like watching the commentary from a lot of guys and seeing what they thought about what Lori was doing shocked me because as I told you before I just assume we're in a much more progressive stage than we actually are in um and then to call somebody a hoe like what is that even really I don't know it's it's hard for me to kind of believe that ultimately us as men can't allow women to just do what they do without judging the same way that we do what we got to do in fact it'll be baby's mom along with you know how should i put this if you're a woman and you explore your sexuality in any capacity that could be deemed public and that's whether you have a child whether you just have sex in general or one of your partners is famous the whole stigma of you being considered a hoe comes in, and I hate that because we don't really apply that same pressure or anything to to ourselves as men. And I don't know, I don't know if it's just having a patriarchal society, or we're just into double standards, or we yeah, just yeah, it's all that. I 
I thought we were doing further along yeah. than we are. And Twitter yeah. just shows you that we're oh. not. Oh. Twitter just showed out. And then they were like, oh, <laughs> you thought wrong. You Bitch, thought. you didn't guess it. <laughs> My thing is, don't don't set a standard for me that you can't even uphold yourself. Like, what are you doing? You might as well just date yourself at that point. Because I'm not going to sit here and stress myself out to try and be this person that you can't even be. What? I think that in this whole thing, the misstep was Lori posting the picture of Trey Songs on her actual IG. Well, I don't think any of this is a misstep. I think you get to do whatever the fuck you want. You do. You do. But what I'm saying is, unfortunately, because of her position in the limelight, um, she, you know, when she was engaged to Memphis, her, her ex, I mean, they were in an actual relationship together. Yeah. And, you know, she would show pictures of him. It wouldn't be like flooding the timeline. But she would she was very open about showing them and he was in her IG stories and everything like that. But I think that I think that of someone who is 21, 22 years old, she knows how IG works. She knows how exposure works and she knows how people talk. People have spoken about her family ever since her mom got with Steve Harvey. So I think she's very aware of that. And her being aware of that, I think she was also aware of the type of reaction she would get from posting a picture on her page, hugging it up with Trey Songs, talking about it is what it is. So at the point where you're aware of the magnitude that posting a picture of a superstar who in his own right is more famous than you actually, what do you expect? How how do you expect people to respond to you? And my uh, my the the misstep for me is this: the the picture was the misstep. The even bigger misstep was taking it down. If you felt like you had to take it down, then maybe you shouldn't have put it up in the first place. But it's un oh, <laughs> but it's unfortunate because she's in a position where all eyes are on her. We can go through life as regular, everyday people and get with people, be in relationships, break up, take all their pictures down, and maybe our close friends will notice. She's in a position where she posts a picture of someone who has millions of followers on IG more than she does, and all this picture gets probably the most likes on her page, and then she takes it down and did you think no one was going to notice or say anything or what was the like what was the reasoning behind taking it down and it was only up for a week so there must have been some sort of regret that was pinging at her for her to feel like this is not going to look right if i keep this up and that's what i feel like the misstep was but she's young i mean people are going to call her a hoe because of that and i think that she needs to learn that if she doesn't want people in her business she needs to stop posting her business that's the only way. And duck faster. Because <laughs> that was, you know, that was not her posting anything. That was her just being at the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place. But, you know, what's interesting is that um, a lot of people have things to say about her, but a lot of people have things to say about her mother. And this is the thing that I wanted to tell you. Her mom has a history of being a hoe. I don't feel like it's a hoe. Like, a go, hoe. Go, I'm go, saying go, quote unquote you know. hoe. Okay, go. By go. today's standards of what a hoe would be. She has a history of being a hoe. Prior to her getting with Steve Harvey, she lived in Memphis, Tennessee, and she was known to be married to this drug kingpin who would smuggle cocaine to Houston and all these other places down south kilos and kilos and kilos of cocaine he gets caught he gets locked up this is why she's pregnant with one of the three kids i don't know um and they get a divorce i did not see the divorce part coming oh we guess what's gonna come after that her marrying someone else and that who, person is who another kingpin in memphis tennessee now the story is these two guys were related. Supposedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. They wow. were either brothers or cousins. 
I don't know what the real deal was. But the second person that she married was Lori's dad. And um, he gets locked up the same way that her first husband does. And guess what she does? She divorces him. I cannot. <laughs> Years later, she meets Steve Harvey. Steve adopts her three kids, and now they all have his last name. And you know what that means? That means that if anything happens to his wealth, riches, anything, they will go straight to anyone who has his last name. See, everyone knows who's in the sphere of gossip. Right. That Marjorie is about her coins. Her what? Her coins. Okay. So every move she's every move that she's made has been has has revolved around money, status, everything. To the point right. where people to this day are just like that's his mistress he left his wife for and he left his wife with nothing. She is the Nico heart of this relationship pretty much. Um, and so her, her mom has this stigma. I would hate for Lori to have this same stigma, stigma and follow in her mom's footsteps. I don't think she's going to marry a drug pin, but I would, I would hate for Lori to have this same label attached to her. And I think the only way that it won't is if she just doesn't show her business. That's unfortunate. You want to show, you know, you don't want to show your life. You know, even you know what it is, but. Well, I, I want to ask you this, and I'm not. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to put you push you in a certain direction on anything or force you to answer something. But based on what was being said online via the trolls. <laughs> I want to know with women on one end bigging her up, giving her all that credit, saying, "Hey, you are goals. Can't wait to be on my Lori, <laughs> Lori Harvey shit." Uh, and then on the flip side, there being so many men basically saying, "Nah, this ain't it," or "You a hoe," and this is what y'all look up to. There is something interesting there, and this is where my question lies. Are you okay with the narrative of, oh, that's just her getting men back and this is good? And this is Do you feel like what she's done has been with malicious intent? Like, oh, dirt has been done to me in the past by my ex, so I'm just going to do me and I don't care how I move or who I affect? Do you feel like that's what she's doing right now? Kind of, sort of? Oh, a little. Here's what I'll say to that. Here's what I'll say to that. I think she's just living the life of a 21-year-old. Do you feel like she's living the life of a broken 21-year-old? What do you mean by broken? I mean, she was engaged to be married. This is like her first real love. So for you, being broken means emotionally scarred? Or it's just scarred from a previous relationship? Yeah, that's what I mean. It could be. Because I don't know her personally, so that could be. But how about this? How about her just enjoying herself is an issue like she's doing what 21 year olds in major cities do dating multiple people doesn't matter what she's level doing what 35 year olds in major cities do she's doing what 55 year old men do and it doesn't have to be a major city like she's not doing anything so crazy I think the problem is that people can see the people that she's been with and but, when she's been with them but you're not answering my question the narrative is being created that this is okay. Look at her serving men the way that they've been served back. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, men are pushing back against that and saying, you're praising her for the same thing that you guys get on us about. So where do you stand on that? I think I think it's um, women are praising her because she's doing something that men have probably done to them and so they look at her like wow she's flipping the script instead of being the person that's getting played by this one man that she's dealing with and investing her feelings into this one person (laughs) while he has tiffany um denise and ashley on the side she's saying oh i got david brandon lorenzo on the side and so I think they're hyping her up because 
she's taking initiative and taking control of her own life and doing what she wants to do. Zero bucks given. And But you're okay with that narrative being out there that that's being created. The narrative of it's okay for her to do that because of all the fuck shit men do. I mean, it is. A, it, if you look at it like that, then that sounds like tit for tat. Well, but yeah, I'm asking you because that's how people are angling. I, this. I I think it's not. I think it's not like oh, let's do this because men do this. I think it's more of a let's take more control over our lives. And sometimes as as women, we get so caught up in the wrong men. But when I say we get caught up in the wrong Fizzles. men, we're getting caught up in the wrong man singularly. Like we're investing yeah. all of our time and energy and feelings into one person. And that's even worse. You know why? Because it's going to be harder for us to let that wrong person go. So so now she's she's like, you know what? I'm not going to invest all of everything into one person. I'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket because when I did that, it didn't really work for me. So, and I just want to play the field. But in saying that, and to play a dumb guy devil's advocate... Then is it wrong when guys are doing it? I don't think it's wrong when anyone does it as long as you keep people that you're dealing with, as long as you keep it real with them about what you're doing. I think the problem is men do this and don't keep it real. Oof. Like, guys will sit here and make it seem like no one's checking for them. They act very oblivious, like, oh, no, I'm not even, you know, whatever. Meanwhile, they're on dating apps. They're on dates. They, you know, they didn't call you when they said they were because they're at some girl's house. Like, it's stuff like that. And so it's like, I don't have a problem with anybody dating multiple people. I do it. Like, what's the point of putting your eggs into one basket when you just met the basket? You don't even know who the basket really is for you to even know if they deserve all your eggs. (laughs) So... It's just a matter of keeping it real. And people but, uh, need to be on the same page. And I think time after time, a lot of men, I won't say all, are very vague about what their dating situation is because they want to keep the as many girls as they're interested in in their lives. And the one way to do that is to not let them know I'm also interested in XYZ people because they know at that point that girl's probably going to leave. What do you think? I think that if we're going to have these narratives built out that this is how people should be, whether or not you're in a relationship or not, and it comes down to kind of this conservative point of view of, well, if you're out here and you're you know, having sex, then you need to, one, only be doing that with one person, two, wrap that thing up, and like three, ultimately, you know, choose people that you would feel comfortable with knowing that you know it's not something that any of us would take as not only a downgrade but you know it wouldn't be viewed as cheating and the downgrade part and the cheating things are two separate points but the downgrade part of it is if you're a guy and you've slept with somebody on the side how could you downgrade by sleeping with blah 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 well how about that person makes you feel a certain way but it doesn't. It shouldn't even matter because it's cheating ultimately, right? Because mm-hmm. no justifying cheating. But in this case with women, it's like, nah, we can justify this because guys do it all the time. But you guys are the same people telling us you shouldn't do that. Yet you're praising somebody else who's from the same sex as you with it. I just don't think it's it's okay that if you're gonna, like I just don't like hypocritical anything. Oh, I think it's very hypocritical for a- ultimately. Let's just keep that same energy all the time then. Right, let's let's keep it on the same plane for everybody, no matter who you are. Yeah, but, but we're not going to do that. Let's be honest. But I we're think never going to do that. I think it's very hypocritical for a guy to want to play the field and keep it hush, and then when someone like the likes of Game wants to say, "Oh, I used to mess with this person," and all of a sudden it's not hush anymore because you've taken the control from your own situation. Me saying you the game. And you're 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 now controlling the narrative of someone else's life by even mentioning that. Future did what the game did. He did the same thing in a different way. 
He knew that the internet was smart enough if they could understand what he's saying to put what he said and that picture together to know, oh, she used to mess with you. There is a freaking forum on Lipstick Alley called something about Future's harem of women and Laurie had was inducted into it. So so it's it's a known thing that he has women, but who he messes with, we don't really know until we see him with them. We never saw him with Laurie. He confirmed it on his own when it didn't have to be confirmed. So men take control over their lives all the time when it comes to messing with multiple people and deciding when and how they're gonna expose the people that they mess with. Cause they don't wanna expose it when they're dating a girl they, they really like, right? Right. They want to keep it mom then, but all of a sudden, when they see that same girl out with someone else, all of a sudden you want to expose her. How convenient. Expose is a harsh word in that, but you're right. Well, I you're mean, right. you're right. You're right. Exposing because right. no one knew. Right, you're, you're right. Telling the masses some, some, a piece of information they had no idea about. I'm not saying, again, all I'm saying is keep that same keep energy. Keep that same all the way around, energy. All the you way want around. to be hush hush and keep your girls around and they all think they're only dealing with you. Then when they stop dealing with you and you don't know, you still keep it hush hush. There's no need to try and ruin what they're trying to have with someone else that's not you. My final question on this is people are saying she's 21, she's going through her quote unquote whole phase. I don't like that word being thrown around so really, <laughs> but clearly that's the word that's being used here. I don't believe any of that about her, but I do want to ask you, is there a such thing as a quote unquote whole phase? Or is this just more of, if I want to have sex right now, I'm going to have sex. It doesn't matter. I think it's both. I mean, Issa Rae called it a hotation. Oh, God. Does that sound better? Oh, it God. It sounds less like... Is that... <laughs> No. Okay. That sounds no. a little. This sounds a little bit more softer, right? No. The softer side of Sears, hotation. I like. I like the word hotation personally. Um, I think that uh, first of all, she's just doing what she wants to do. Now, whether or not she decides to do this frequently with multiple people, and people want to call this her hotation or hoe phase, that could be the case. I think that things like the hotations and the hoe phases usually come up after a breakup. Um, I think that people aren't exactly who they really are right after a breakup because part of that time after a breakup is them trying to heal. And some ways that people choose to heal may not be the most kosher ways of doing it. Some people turn to alcohol. Some people turn to drugs. Some people work out a lot, which could be good, but it could be bad if you do it too much. Um, and some people have sex with multiple people. Because they want the memory of that person that they last dealt with who broke their heart to be erased. So it's quite possible. What do you think? When it comes down to having a whole phase, <laughs> I genuinely do believe that... Some people don't have phases, they're just hoes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, what? Yes. Like, it doesn't even matter. Uh, yeah, but I don't... Black China. <laughs> I don't I don't really think of anything in terms of it being a quote unquote phase. I just believe at any given time, especially with you know, sexual peaks in women, things can happen to you and if you're horny you're you can't shut it off. Like there is no shutting. Men and that women off. are both sexual beings. You're right. right. And yeah. so I wouldn't want anybody to suppress those urges. Now if you went outside of your relationship just to, to you know, make sure that those are just aren't, you know, suppressed, then it'd be kind of an issue unless oh, you and your partner, story. right. Unless you and your partner, like, you know, agreed to all that. Well, you can't but be in a relationship I'm, during your whole phase. That's a little well, conflict it, of interest. Well, tons of people do that. Yep. Though. You're right. So here's where I'm going with that. If you are a person that is in the midst of your kind of sexual peak, and you happen to be in a relationship. My thing is, it's not even that you're going to go through a phase. It's just you're going to want it more than what you're going to receive from your partner. Don't set your relationship up for failure. Cut it off with that person for at least that time where you just feel like I need to go do X, Y, Z. Was that your don't? 
No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Sound like a dope I'm, to me. I'm, I'm, I'm saying all this to say, I believe that there is no such thing as a quote unquote whole phase, but I do believe that because of sexual peaks and things that happen in us biologically, you can't stop when you want it. And so because you can't stop when you want it, you can call it a phase if you want. I'm just calling it biology and let that shit happen. But do not do not have somebody on your side in the process of happening if you don't feel like they can fulfill you. And in the case that she's 21, she can have all the phases she fucking wants. I don't care if she has a double back 50, 360 and then go back to the other. She can be talking to whoever the fuck she wants. She's not married. She's single, and I don't think anybody should be on her fucking nuts about any of this stuff. It's weird. And honestly, I really don't think that age has a lot to do with what she's doing. Because like I said, if you're single, you can do this. (laughs) If you're single, you can do this. If you are 45 years old, that does not mean that you need to date one person right off the bat. It still means that you need to find people that you feel like you can mesh with enough to narrow it down to that one person if that's what you want right and she's not doing anything different than what i've done than what you've probably done than what anyone else has probably done while they were single and i don't understand what that problem is i think she just needs to tread lightly on the image that she controls of herself and she can't control the paparazzi pictures. That's un, that's you can't control that. But the image that you control of yourself on your own page is what you can um, handle. And I think that she needs to handle that differently. And I think from this Trey Songs incident, she realizes, all right, I'm not posting a picture of me and another <laughs> dude for real, for real, unless we're walking down that aisle. You know. Because the last guy she posted on her page was her fiance. So, of course, people are going to go up in arms when they see you in the arms of Trey Songs. Like, why would you think they wouldn't? Well, I would just assume that they would because he's Mr. Studio Girl. Anyway. And that's exactly what he did. Here's your salty as hell. Just, so, the last thing I want to ask you before we move on to the close of the show, which is the do's and the don'ts, what is your closing thoughts on the whole? Lori Harvey. Though. I mean, I pretty much said it. I, I think that if she truly doesn't want attention to her relationships, and that's the thing. I don't know what this girl wants. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's getting exactly what she wants. Well, Maybe she wants this attention. Maybe she wants to up her stock. Maybe she wants to get more followers. And this is the quickest way how. I don't know what her intentions are. Um, I don't feel bad for her by any stretch of the imagination. I just feel like she's a young girl who's learning how to navigate life through many famous men because that's what she's around. Um, but like I said before, I don't think she's doing anything different than what any regular person does when they're dating and they are interested in multiple people. And if she meets that guy, that special person, again, I'm sure she will get into a relationship. All right. And any and any man who has an issue with what she's doing is probably bitter like future because it's probably been done to them. That's all I got to say. My only thing in closing is um, I genuinely thought men were better pro- than this. Yeah, I thought we were better. I thought we were more progressive than this. Clearly, I'm wrong. See, Clearly, see I'm what way us off. women have to deal with? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the L on that. <laughs> I'm taking These the are the guys L we're going on dates with. But for and- the record, I'm taking a big L on this, so... Because I didn't realize this, um, I just I just want to say on behalf of guys in general, I am sorry that we can't be empathetic to you guys doing what we do to you. And I, I don't know what that, that means. I don't know what that means or why that happens the way that it happens. Or maybe it's a societal thing. But hopefully we raise the next batch of boys to just kind of put ourselves in women's shoes. I appreciate that. We forgive y'all. I mean, you. <laughs> just you. All right. Not all right. Else. <laughs> to end the show, you guys know how we do this. It's the do's and the don'ts. And today, Avi is going to start us off with the do, and I will have the don't. Go for it. All right. So in the keeping the same energy realm, that KTSC, and I don't mean Tiana's whack album. Oof. <laughs> no shade. Oof. Um, 
women, keep the same energy. So if you're doing your Lori Harvey thing and you're talking to multiple guys, maybe going on a few dates, hanging out, spending time, energy, whatever, keep the same energy. Keep the people around you that keep the same energy. So say you're dealing with three different guys, arbitrary number, and one just seems like he's falling off. There is no need for you to chase him down. There is no need for you to check in on him if he has not done the same for you. There is no need for you to call him multiple times a day, text him multiple times a day. Um, Once you feel his absence, let him leave. Because like Lori Harvey has shown us, there are multiple fish in the sea. And whether or not you want to fish one fish or you want to capture three fish for dinner, do you. But the point of the story is don't invest your time and energy into those who are not doing the same with you. That's it. So you turn that into a don't at the end. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. I, I tend to do that. Wow. So do, <laughs> do, do keep the ones around that deserve your energy. Sorry. Sorry to confuse everyone, including myself. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Guys, um, you know it's that time where I get to start this off the right way by telling you what not to do. Guys, uh, don't be the friend that tells his guy friend what to do. And what I mean by that is... That's what you're doing right now. What I mean by that, though, (laughs) is don't be the guy that tells him to do something that's inappropriate. And here's where I'm dovetailing into this. I've watched so many guys when they're drunk prop their friend up in a club to be like, oh, go over there. Go, yeah. go say this to her. You're right. Go, 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 you know, buy a drink, go do this. No, 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 no. If you if you're already fucked up, the possibility of you getting her number is probably low. Regardless of how attractive you are. And if you're already fucked up, the probability of you fucking it up with her is even even higher. So, at the point that you know you got your friend fucked up, or at the point that you know you are the fucked up friend, do not follow the advice of the other person who's also fucked up. Keep that shit between you two and just take your asses home. Don't go ruining these ladies' nights because your dumb ass don't know how to hold on to your goddamn liquor. That's it. Liquor. And just like that, that's the end of our show today. You can catch us on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, iTunes. and of course on Instagram or Twitter. Instagram. Good night.